What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Decode Podcast. I am your host, Omega Z, a.k.a. Ken Cardez, editor-in-chief of the Decode Written Content portion over at DigitalEraEntertainment.com. I'm um, here with Gino, who's mani- has b- resorted himself back to being the disembodied head, the disembodied voice of the podcast. <laughs> um, welcome to another episode. We are back off of our little break, coming off fresh off of Anime NYC, as well as the recent uh, Thanksgiving holiday. I hope everyone had a safe and wonderful holiday if you do celebrate it. But the best thing about Thanksgiving is, like, I you don't even have to be, like, I stand by my statement. American to celebrate it. Like, some people just love the idea of bringing families together and yeah. eating all sorts of different yeah. food. And I think that's the best thing about the holiday. But, um, so. I stand by what I say. Turkey is the bag cereal of poultry. The bag cereal. Not searing, not saying it's bad. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're going to give me a choice between chicken or turkey, I'm going to choose chicken. <laughs> because that's the that's the brand name. <laughs> of course, we are now knee deep, in, well, almost knee deep into the holiday season. No, we are now knee deep in the holiday yeah, season. We're it's probably like up to our chin by now. Like, yeah. oh, here. Oh, um, yeah. I can imagine. I, st- I stayed home. <laughs> but, um,. Holiday season means different things to many different people, and especially for gamers. It means that you can now use the cookbooks, the Final Fantasy book, the Destiny 2 cookbook, and the Skyrim cookbook. Yes. It's uh, Elder Scrolls, yeah. Um, the Destiny cookbook's really... It's weird. It's weird because I'm sitting here like, how are you doing a Destiny cookbook if food's not a... Th- like, food and the other two are a part of the games. Like, stats and stuff like that. Yes. There's no food in Destiny. I kind of wish there was a food EXP bonus in Destiny. So technically, there isn't food per se. But you see it in, like, they have it as set pieces. Yeah, they have it as set pieces in there. But the other thing, too, is there's a character in Destiny, the Drifter. He's the one that yeah. leads the Gambit thing. Uh, his big background is he's, like, a survivor. He survived out there. And he survived on eating the enemies. So yeah. he's eaten Cabal. He's eaten the Hive. He's eaten the Fallen. The weirdest thing is that <laughs> there's a Fallen... Uh, no, what, what are the shadowy guys? The Taken? The Taken. Yes. The Taken Butter. Yes. Weird to me. It's like, how do you milk that? <laughs> I don't know, but it exists. Um, and it always comes around uh, around this time when Destiny moves towards the, the holiday appeal, which yeah. probably drops next week uh, in line the with their 30th anniversary. anniversary. Uh, one of the holiday events is uh, you get to run around and collect ingredients to bake cookies. And then you use the cookies to get like a, a cool looking holiday themed sled for your, your traversal. Um, there's a lot. But yeah, so 30th anniversary drops next week for Destiny 2. And it is a new dungeon, a new six player multiplayer activity. Uh, you got a bunch of new cosmetics. I know you said new. If it's a six-player, I, I kind of wish Destiny had Capture the Flag. Maybe. I think that'd be kind of cool. I don't know. I don't think the... I more, feel like it would be broken. <laughs> It'd be so they probably broken. would. I that's why they avoid it. They're like, no, this is too much. No, no, think about it. 5D, five-dimensional Capture the Flag. <laughs> I think it'd be cool. Like jump puzzles and everything. <laughs> it's bad enough. Like Destiny 1 tried Rift, which is where you take like the ball and have to dunk it to the other side. I, think I remember that. <laughs> that's the closest they got. And that mode had a lot of questionable things in it too. They <laughs> should just bring back the racing. Uh, so one of the main reasons they don't do the racing, the racing was handled by... um. Vicarious Visions I when know, they were partnered know, by Activision. Yeah, so they're the only ones who probably knew what to do with it, I guess. Yeah, or maybe or actually knew how to, you know. Or knew how to code it. I don't know. But yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's something. I'm sure there's screen. a reason they haven't brought the Sparrow Racing back. You need something to do with my ship that's not like a loading screen. Not, well, 
I guess the, the sparrows they let you ride around in the game. But yeah, the ship is just a loading screen. And it's funny because like during the, they're legendary loading screens. They're exotic loading screens, basically. So <laughs> Like I had this exotic ship, but all it is is a it's, loading a, screen. it's a loading screen. Like, so. Cool. Um, that is what it is. But uh, 30th anniversary is next week. So, uh, congrats to Bungie for it, it, existing it, that long. It, it, it drives me nuts because it's literally everyone keeps saying, oh, "Are you excited for the 30th anniversary of Destiny?" And it keeps throwing me off because <laughs> people are conflating it with Destiny. Not Bungie. And I'm sitting here like, Bungie can't. Um, I know Bungie's 30 years. Right. Because they had. Um, they Remember did, Oni? Yeah, Oni. They did. Um, Marathon. Marathon. Thank you. I was going to mention yeah. Marathon. Payload, obviously. But it also hits me because at the same time, it's like, yeah, my first game was the 360, which was 20 years ago. And I'm just like, ah. Yeah, all of a sudden, our, <laughs> our back just hurts. <laughs> oh. Oh. Why? Every time I like to think that I'm still young, I, I, I remind that. Yeah, like it's it's funny enough. We are now in an era in, a, in an era of time where like retro is like the PS One, PS Two now. <laughs> like, that's weird? scary. No, like, <laughs> no, what, what really throws me off, and and this is this is just this is just a testament of the animator overdo. I have a Dreamcast orange. That has this, this back. Yeah. Someone's like, I like your Naruto shirt. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, that. I'm like, wait, I'm not wearing it. Oh God. People don't know what a Dreamcast is. The P, like PS3 is retro. How old? Yeah. P, oh my God, it is. It's 15. Yeah. Almost 15, 20. Oh my God. Years, yeah. Naruto is retro now. We are the old. <laughs> we have arthritis. <laughs> one piece is eternal i love one piece like i i put i, I put off love. getting into it because i was like there are so many episodes there's no way i'm gonna catch up but then everyone's like oh just read the manga because the manga is actually ahead of all of this and i'm like i can do that because all the manga is is me swipe 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 swipe, swipe, yeah. swipe swipe i don't have to sit there and watch and like have to be see, too engaged see, so you say that now you have to do what i did but now I got into the show. So <laughs> you have to do what I did. I got case closed. I got current with case closed. Mm. And I still can't believe only six months have passed in the actual storyline. I know, right? <laughs> and when I say current, I mean that also means the spin-off mangas that he does, but the girl and Magic Kaito. Yes, exactly. It's funny that we uh we briefly mentioned anime. But hey, if you really like your, uh, your anime and manga talk, you can definitely check out our sister podcast, D-Kai, every Friday at 4 p.m. <laughs> in the afternoon. So uh, that's a thing we have. It's a thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, holiday season also means end of the year, which is the new time games. frame. There's new games, but also there's a lot of like talk about what was the best game of 2021, you'd be happy to know uh, the the script has been finalized for. It's Blue Archive. <laughs> the script has been. Ar- <laughs> <laughs> I derailed everything. The script has been finalized for our very own end of the year uh, game of the year videos, where we here at D uh, put our top ten games of 2021. We also do, and every year since our inception, we've done this. We've done our top 10 games. And there's always been uh, five to six honorable mentions. Uh, so that has been finalized. Um, and we are currently in production of putting together the video piece and all that. One of the things that, it doesn't get me mad, but it makes me realize why certain companies start doing cutoff dates for these things. Because, like, you have to it's, account for no. this. See, and this is why I this this was my this was always my issue. If you want to do a true end of the year, you should follow what tele I can't believe I'm saying this. Televisions and movies, what the Academy has done, right? And say fiscal year. But it's like I wanna I wanna have it at the end of 2021. I don't wanna I, do I don't wanna do this video in March, <laughs> like February. Same difference. But <laughs> 
So it's like, I want to have it done in the year I that it's that. out. So that. we've been able to kind of like nuance it in the previous years where we're like, we can make this last minute change. Uh, but this is one of the years where I feel like I don't want to do that just because the tone of our script is too good that to implement any of the other releases that are coming out, especially our image of choice and yeah. games in the future. <laughs> well, we could also... We could... So I'd like to go on some type of record here at D that unfortunately, if when people see this piece and they wonder, hey, what about X and X game? Uh, it's because they released in December. Um, and one of those games is a game that I recently played last night and beat to completion because it's not a long game. It's about a couple hours, like three, four hours long. Yeah, that's about there. Um, this is their second game, actually. Um, Solar Ash dropped uh, at midnight. And funny enough, I was doing my usual like daily stuff that I was doing in Destiny 2 on my PlayStation 5 when I got the notification that Solar Ash is now available to play. And I was like, all right, I pre-ordered that digitally. <laughs> <laughs> So then I went to go play it. I was like, oh, this game's probably going to be, you know, the last game they did was Hyper Light Drifter. Um, it's another, another short game. So I was like, oh, this might be over quick. You know, it probably isn't going to be anything like super grand. It's going to be just <laughs> quick. And then I played through the whole thing and I'm like, this game is amazing. <laughs> like, why? Why do you come out now? Like, I just finished Damn the script. <laughs> I don't want to change anything. But then I thought about it. I was like, would I really put this in the top? And top 11. I, I think like if we had like a top 20, yeah, it would do that. So I, then I was like, you know, do I want to change any of the honorable mentions? And I'm like, yeah. no, because even the honorable mentions that we have this year were are in relation, not also. even not even contention, but thematically they relate to what we have yeah. in our top 10. So I'm like, this is one of those years where it's like one, it was a tough year to make these type of decisions. But then I'm like, does this fit thematically with what I what we were going for and what we want to give out as a as a final project? And like I can like sit back and go, you know what? It doesn't. But I want to acknowledge that like if you guys are wondering if there's anything that you may have missed or if there's anything that's out now, I highly, highly recommend Solar Ash. It is basically uh, if you remember when we streamed the Pathless, yeah. but leaning more towards that Shadow of the Colossus vibe because the boss fights are you versus giant things that you have to climb. Yeah. Um, and it has like that uh, that movement that Pathless had. Like yeah. I'm not shooting arrows at things, but the main character, uh, she can like sort of skate on things. Yeah, and she jump skates on things, she jumps, and I think she has a warp. Huh? Yeah, she has like, yeah, a, you get a like power-ups based on your suit. Um the game's phenomenal, and I, I think it's a, a wonderful new, uh, wonderful new game from uh, Heart Moon Studios, and I, I think you should highly rank it. And it's for that reason alone that uh, most people would be like, "Oh, well, what do you think about Halo Infinite?" Now, Halo Infinite's not gonna make because I'm just like I am not willing to change. It's not. Well, he, here, here's the thing with that: you can't technically put Halo Infinite because they launched the multiplayer first as a beta. As a beta. <laughs> And I mean, it's a free beta. Like no yeah. one's like I. For once in my life, I'm going to actually say, you know what? No, Microsoft did it right. This is exactly how a beta should be: free. Then you pay for the for the campaign. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna complain about that. So I don't know what the campaign is gonna be like. I can definitely tell you that Halo Infinite's multiplayer is amazing. Gunplay is amazing. The gunplay is where it should be. The map design is pretty good. Uh, I just don't like how they have tiered their progression system. I see. I went back and I thought about it because I've done almost. I've unlocked almost everything in every single game. And what everyone seems to forget was ODSTs. I think this is so di so different from ODST though. No, like, it, everyone was complaining about the speed and everything. It's too slow. No, ODSTs is slower. Nah, there's no, no way ODSTs is, grind is worse. There, there is a there's a specific. Helmet set that you can do what's kills are you remember in, in the story you had the um the calling in airstrike? Right. That is the only way you get those kills. 
But that's just for that. And it that. kills the first death only. I know. But that's only a grind. It's not that the pass itself was slow. It's just slow to do that specific yeah. thing. The act in Halo Infinite's battle pass, the XP you gain per like match and everything. Well, that's because you've been no life in the crap out of there. <laughs> <laughs> For the I average mean, gamer who has a life and a full time job and children, hours a day. Some people don't have that time. The thing is, like, I sacrifice sleep. I'm going to bed at two o'clock every morning, sometimes um, three. Oh <laughs> um, the other thing is, though, it, the reason why, like, I think like, a lot of people just got conditioned also. FOMO. Yes. You're missing out. And they have said, like, no, like, there's no FOMO in this. No. You take it at your time. So if you take that into account, or I think because there's no FOMO, there's no fear of missing out. Like, the battle pass doesn't go away. The things don't go away. Things are always going to be in rotation on them. Yeah. I do have complaints about certain things. Like, if I have to get specific oddball kills and I have Oddball came <laughs> in like an hour and a half. I'm like, can I just choose oddball and just do oddball only, please? No, unfortunately. I think they're gonna. They said they are gonna fix those. Things. They did. So a lot of people complain that the battle pass is purposely slow, driving you towards the microtransactions for XP boosters and things like that. I mean, they give away as part of rewards, so yeah. it's like a give and take. But I know that a lot of people voice their concerns when that happens. And it's nice to see that Microsoft is like, okay, maybe we shouldn't have done this. You yeah, know? no, yeah, like the, the team has come out and said, hey, now that we see that in the wild, now that we have everyone else's like feedback in, we showed this to the board. Like he literally said, I showed it to the board. They're like, oh, okay, so maybe the testers weren't wrong. It really came down to a board decision. See, so- th- that's what I don't get. It's like, it's not just like for your game, but just look at the history Nobody wants this stuff in the game. We don't want XP boosters. There's only one thing that actually we do want in the game. It's uh, it's only to an NPC only. Um, I don't think the bot's name, but if you have someone who leaves your, you have a very very loose part in. Yeah. Okay. And it's an NPC, but everyone wants that helmet because it's like, wait, no, there's a cat here. I want a cat here, Spartan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I, I never understood why gaming always does Like, why do they have to have focus testing? Like, the same complaints are done with other companies' games. Like, why are you not just paying attention to that? Oh, they didn't like this in XYZ, ABC, 1, 2, 3 game. Here's nine other games where the thing that we're about to do, they didn't like. Let's do it anyway. And that never makes sense to me. I'm just like, no one wants it. We've, we've complained about it in almost every Activision release. We complain about it in almost every Ubisoft release, and we complain about it in almost every major EA release. What makes you think this was a good idea? Why do they? Why Money. do? They not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the board. Literally, the the people who don't play games who make the decision. Case in point, Cyberpunk. Yes. <laughs> we keep we keep having these conversations. It's like. Hey, it's not the developers. It's not the team leads. At the end of the day, sometimes, as uh, as Sakurai said, sometimes the board of directors just shows up and says, you put this in the game, and you can't say no. That's why Flycraft Steve is in the game. <laughs> and literally, literally, it, it's, it's like, okay, you signed my paycheck. It's like, all right, everyone's going to hate it, but I like my job. Yeah, I, just... I got bills to pay. I guess so. I guess it's just, it just it boggles my mind when things like that happen. I mean, uh, does it really? Because look at that Activision. I mean, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> but they're in the news again. So let's talk about our favorite company to poop on. Uh, Activision Blizzard has made the news again. This time uh, in terms of... <laughs> really bad. In terms of the legal uh, issues and the aspect. But six state treasurers have now filed injunctions to pressure Activision over misconduct. <laughs> of those cities, uh, New York is one of them, by the way. So California, Massachusetts, Illinois, Oregon, Delaware, Nevada, and New York have filed an uh, open all letter. Of which, all of which they have offices in. Funnier. Yes. <laughs> so they have filed injunctions. <laughs> 
and other legal actions are calling for the removal of Bobby Kotick. Yeah. This this is this is how we watch a company crumble in real time. It really is. I always said, let's say, said it every single time. Wizard, 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 Wizard. Is this really like a Blizzard thing, or is it Activision itself? It's technically it's a Blizzard. Just, it, it, it's actually a Blizzard. Because like Bobby Kotick was always Activision, and yes, and we wouldn't. Okay, so. So a lot of this happened in the Blizzard team, not the Activision. Okay. But remember, Activision has owned Blizzard after a few years for 15 years. Right. So it, it this is 15 years of things not changing from even when Blizzard was before. Right. So you but you take all the good with the bad. So it's like, yeah, you take all the money, but I'm also going to slowly poison you. And now here's, here's the effect of the poison. So yeah, technically it's all the founders at Blizzard who also do, but managed to cut out very quickly. Yeah, I remember reading that there was that this was one of the main reasons why Jeff Kaplan left. Yeah, Overwatch, which is uh, unfortunate. No, because you can tell like the man really cared. Yeah. So, um, so it's why the team that did uh, what's it called um, original Diablo two did. Uh, Like the other Diablo like Heroes of the Storm? Not, no. no, no, no. Diablo, Diablo, Diablo. The Diablo? I don't know I don't know what um, else they've made. Well, so. it, was, it was no, because they only did Diablo games. It was Blizzard uh North. And they got shut down. And this is why the, the founders of Blizzard left. Right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Activision yeah. is uh <laughs> for D to a Poupon. Oh man, remember Triumph? <laughs> Triumph the insult comedy dog. That was a good He still exists. Uh I mean he was always a part of Conan. Back yeah. when Conan had his show on uh I think NBC, was it? I don't know. Anyway. But uh it was only when Conan had his stint on that channel and then like he left and didn't bring Triumph with him. So I have no idea if Triumph was still around after that. George Light. Yes, that's what that's what they went Those to. Those were yeah, that they found their own fun. Okay. Um. So yeah, let's go to. Uh, oh yeah, I give Activision Blizzard developer of no more years. <laughs> I mean, no it, more. it'll be interesting to see what the fallout of this is. You know, I I think the difficult thing is going to figure out what to do with the executive board because a lot of them are friends of Bobby Kotick, who he put on. To do this, but I think under this immense pressure, like they have to do something. Yeah, and happen again. It's gonna so, be demoted. Gonna be demoted. <laughs> gonna be a consultant, and nothing's gonna change. Unfortunately. Anyway, uh, let's move on to our, our main <laughs> our main topic <laughs> of the day. Uh, one of the things that we like about uh, end of the year is awards. So we have the results of, yeah, that that one's more us. Uh, We have the results of the Golden Joystick Awards, which are offered through GamesRadar, a publication I like to read. Uh, We mentioned the nominees in the previous uh, episode. So I'm going to go over some of the winners and see who took away what prize. So uh, over in Best Storytelling... Uh, they gave it to Life is Strange True Colors, uh, which Neil Ivan has been playing on our channel. Uh, best storytelling, I would say so. Yeah, I think Life is Strange yeah, True Colors. I'd give it to that. Yeah. Has it's a, either that or I would give it to it too because he is an actor. Yeah. Uh, best multiplayer game actually went to It Takes Two. So, yeah. True Couch Co op. It's Couch Co op. Uh, we can skip the technical ones. Uh, let's go down to the best indie game. That went to Death's Door, uh, which I think is rightfully deserved. Yeah, De- Death's Door is an amazing game. Uh, it's from the guys that made Titan Souls. Um, and it's like a team of like five. So yeah. <laughs> I- They gave Studio of the Year to Capcom. What did Capcom? They only released two games this year. We had the Monster Hunter uh, Rising and Resident Evil Village. 
That was it. Um, so they published a lot. They haven't made too many that I think of. Remember, Square Enix has their name on a lot of things because they just publish. Yeah. Um. But Capcom Studio of the Year. Yeah, they had no major. They had no major scandals this year. Yeah. And, I mean, Street, Street Fighter also saw a bunch of significant updates yeah. this year. Uh, did they do any updates for Monster Hunter World? Uh, no, the Windy Down World. Actually. Yeah, so everything's focused on Rise. Rise. I, I, I don't get it. Um, but Fun, I, I, funny enough, on a side note, uh, if anyone was wondering whether or not the Resident Evil 4 remake is real, the uh, voice actor for Wesker accidentally leaked <laughs> concept art Wesker from <laughs> the RE4 remake. Wesker! Uh, so that's a thing that happened. Great. <laughs> Great. Uh, Breakthrough Award went to uh, Housemark. Those are the developers of uh, Returnal. So congrats to them. Uh, Still Playing Award went to Final Fantasy XIV. Also best game community. Yeah. I, I would say that's deserved. I myself don't play Final Fantasy XIV. Um, dude. <laughs> it's literally the best Final Fantasy game that we've ever had. I'm, I'm sure it's fun. I just don't have the time to I know, put I know, into the, a grind like story, that. No, the main story quest alone, not even like the grind for the dungeons or anything, is the best written Final Fantasy game since 9. Yeah, I Wikipedia it and I'm like, this is really good. <laughs> I totally agree. I will <laughs> never play it. <laughs> but it's free. I won't, no. <laughs> Including Stormlight. No, I just not, I'm not playing. I already do enough in <laughs> Destiny. I need another game that's like Destiny where I can just run, gun, and shoot things and not have to worry about leveling up or looting or anything like that. And that's why I... Final Fantasy. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not Jake. I can't. I don't want to run it. You don't need to do the dailies. You don't need to do anything. No. You really if you play DPS, if you play Bard, no, or Ninja, no, you literally run and gun. I kid you not. I'd rather play Payday too, like I'm doing right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> PC game of the year went to Hitman Three. Why there's such a separate like? Why is there separation between like putting Hitman Three on PC? I mean, granted, Hitman Three takes advantage of a lot of no, no, the bells and whistles no, on PC. The reason why it's given the R on PC is because the entire community imported one and two into it. Well, yeah, because you can do that in <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can also do that on console though. So, <laughs> um, which is funny because like if you have Hitman One and Two on your PlayStation, like if you have yeah. all your games, you can import them into Hitman 3. So if you want access to the maps, you only have to put in your Hitman 3 disc yeah. and you can play all the missions in Hitman yeah. 1 and 2. So I think that's really cool. Uh, it takes up a lot of space. So unless you have the hard drive space, I strongly advise don't do that. Um, I mean, it's probably about the same as all three games separately. It is actually. I, I would think, you know. Um, but yeah, like you have that option to do that. Um, Nintendo Game of the Year went to Metroid Dread. Yeah. Um, I don't know why it's separate also. What did it have to compete against? What else did Nintendo publish this year? Mario Golf. I guess Pokemon. I have words. Well, let's talk about that because we, we recently had Pokemon um, Diamond and Pearl, the, the remakes, which... Have, they shipped uh, a broken... Version and they need to they they need to fix it before competitive season. So in the game there are hidden stats, right? EVs, IVs, and attraction or affection, right? And affection in the past has been affected. Evolution stats, correct. So for example, if the EV likes you in a, in a day, you get an S point. Likes you in the moment of night, you got a hundred. Right. If you're a crowbat. This is un it's never affected battle. In Sword and Shield, they introduced battle stats, but they were capped. It was only like a 10. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, okay, you have a 10 chance of landing or it missing. It wasn't enough to really change things. 
the company that did Brilliant Diamond, outside of the other issues where if you're playing Pearl, sometimes Yelga as your legendary now. Well, you know, <laughs> hilarious. Um, but that's because of choices on the developer. How they handle it. But, um, it's uncapped. So I literally have a level 25 goal, uh, goal bat that evolved into Crowbat at level 26. Like it evolved and then evolved again. I'm like, okay, that's weird. And then every other turn it's critting. I literally have Ike. And the reason why I say that is in Fire Emblem, there's the triangle. Right. And Ike is outside that triangle. Because if you have Ike with his sword, he does great ether, he crits and heals every time he does. So that's what, base, he also gets three promotions, which is unheard of. So that's what's happening in Pokemon. That is exactly what's happening. You're getting, in you're getting Pokemon that crit like every other attack. Every other attack, and then oh, if you put me to sleep, oh, I didn't want to disappoint you, so I just shrugged it off. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, so I literally have an unstoppable killing machine. Great. That's hilarious. <laughs> Moving down the rest of the list, Xbox Game of the Year went to Psychonauts Two, uh, rightfully uh, deserved. That's that's deserved. I would have, hmm, because it's a multi-plot, though. So it originally was supposed to be, like... I would have given, like, if we're totaling, because of the other two ones, uh, because of the Nintendo one, it's like, you're, not, you're just competing with just Nintendo games. Yeah. Yeah, Psychonauts 2 makes sense to me, but also Forza Horizon 5. Yeah. I mean, when they announced nominees, I don't think, I think Forza, Forza was, was out. out. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's right. And PlayStation game went to Resident Evil Village. Here's my what? gripe what? with that. What? Resident Evil Village is a multi-platform title. Well, technically so is Psychonauts. Well, yeah, that's my same gripe with okay. Psychonauts 2. Okay. Like, I feel like when you have, like, PlayStation Game of the Year or Xbox Game you of the Year or their... Nintendo Game yeah. of the Year, it should be a first-party title or a title that's exclusive to that platform. Yeah. So, like, that should have been, like, Ratchet and Clank or Returnal or something. Okina. Eh. That, that's debatable. Well, I'm just saying because it's... Yeah, because it's... Oh, I mean, is also... It's on, on PC, PC, but technically all of these games are on PC. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Most Wanted went to Elden Ring. I don't yeah. understand that. Why is that an award? Critics' Choice Award went to Deathloop. Which ah, that makes sense. That makes no sense to me. No, it makes perfect sense. Then the ultimate game also, of the no, year... Hold on, hold on. <laughs> That makes sense to me because what it all the credits called it the perfect game. Yeah, the uh, credits. So, yeah. And it's funny because like Deathloop is one of those games where you see the divide between critic and gamer, especially if you look at the Metacritic scores. Yeah, Deathloop from the critics reviews, best game of all time, nine out of ten, ten out of ten. It's the second coming of Ocarina of Time. <laughs> and then you have the people who played it, the gamers. They're like, game's all right, nothing special. It's just a good shooter. Yay. It's a it's a Dark Souls take on, not even like Dark Souls, with like all, all with the invasion mechanic. That's it. Yeah, everything else is easy enemy AI. Let's kill all the bad guys in yeah. one spell swoop. Um, ultimate game of the year went to Resident Evil Village. Ha. I guess ha. I really don't understand how RE Village got the high praise that it did because I was really disappointed with RE Village. I'm sorry. No, I know how it did. We played the mod. When you swap Chris Redfield in the baby's head. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the werewolves are all, um, or the vampires are all handsome squidwards. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like with Resident Evil 2 remake, with the, all the PC inspired mods where you had Thomas the Tank Engine as, yeah. as the... Yeah. As the Mr. X. Yeah. <laughs> With the music in the background. <laughs> and then she turns into the blown out, like this blown out speaker version. Yeah. God, I love the mods for that game. I love the mods for all those games. Remember when they made the the, the Mr. X, uh, the, unt- the goose from Untitled? Yeah, they did. That, I think, that disturbed me the most. I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, killed me. And then for some reason, Games Radar had the ultimate game of all time awards. They gave it to Dark Souls. Of all time? I would say Demon Souls. 
Eh, Dark Souls want, kind of one-up Demon Souls. No, and here's the reason why I say Demon Souls. Demon Souls without Demon Souls, you're never going to True. Or oh. quote-unquote hardest game of all time because it had bad control. <laughs> you, you, see? You, you can't even argue against that. In my opinion, ultimate game of all time should either go to Minecraft you know, it's funny you should say that because I did an article of top 10 best games of all de- of the decade. Yeah. And my number one was Minecraft. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as much as I love Minecraft. If you feel the type of way of the person who invented Minecraft, regardless, Minecraft as a game has changed so much for so many people. Yes. So, yeah. Um, if I was to say ultimate game of the year all time we'll save that for another episode because what i want to do is since we are saving the actual podcast game of the year which is separate (laughs) from our actual decor game of the year video because the the game of the year video is all of us kind of talking like what should go where but for the podcast it's more like here's what i really like this year like me personally like if it was just up to me and me alone this is the game that I would feel would be the best of the year. We'll save that for another episode. But what I, what I do want to get into uh, for the remainder of this is to talk about the games that definitely weren't the best. <laughs> and I want to talk about some of the biggest disappointments of 2021. Are we ready to go down on what you feel like was a disappointing title? Surprisingly, Pokemon. So Pokemon disappointed you. Pokemon actually disappointed me because while yes, it's a good remake of the originals, mm-hmm. they, it, it's a lazy remake. And in, I mentioned this before, I know Nintendo is looking at their IPs but have them reinvent take the Pokemon game. You can leave the, let the Pokemon company do whatever it wants, but take the game away from that company and Give it to retro. Really? Do not kill for a retro. Think about it. You're either going to get something that's like Donkey in terms of gameplay, like Donkey. Oh, with Pokemon? I don't know. Like in terms of like top down. Or actually, even give it to the triangle strategy guys. Maybe. I think one of the things that I would like to see come out of Pokemon is just Pokemon games and other genres. And we kind of did get that this oh, year. We, 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 we got the Pokemon Unite for the MOBA. Yeah. Uh, there was the um, that cafe, the Pokemon cafe little yeah. game that yeah. they released. I, give me another Pokemon Musou game. I would like, a, yeah. like Give, give me Conquest. Give me Conquest 2. So like, uh, <laughs> you know, things like Pokken. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like Pokemon could lend itself to... It was ahead of its time. Different genres. Pokemon was definitely ahead of its time. It I think its people time. weren't ready for it. Um, but but uh, Pokemon Conquest was interesting. I would love to see like an action adventure game with Pokemon. That's 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 uh, Rangers. Pokemon Rangers and the uh, Mystery Dungeon. Yeah, but those I'm are not... action adventure games. And the the Mystery Dungeon games are done in the style of Entry and Odyssey, like those kinds of games. Uh-huh. But Rangers is an action. adventure. Uh, you play as like park rangers and you're coached and they were they were actually kind of dark very fast. There is a Pokemon Musou game called Pokemon Conquest. Right, I remember I seen those. It's I, I call it a Musou game because there are Musou elements to it because it is Romance of the Three Kingdoms with Fire Emblem and Musou. I just want a straight up Musou. Uh, no, it has Musou like like combat and everything in that regard. I don't want to worry about anything else. Yeah. But it, it's. I don't want to go. I, I just. I just so want to. I just want to. I just want to push X repeatedly. It's <laughs> such a good game. Um. To be fair, not every Musou game is great, as we attested to earlier in the year when I sat through Samurai Warriors Five. At first, I was enjoying the game, and then the game just decided to like not end when it should. You. You misunderstood. Musou is not bad. Ship go look up on this is this is an assignment for everyone. Go look on 
archive of our own and look up Musso games. Okay. The amount of fan fiction that you will find. Oh, God. Let's not. <laughs> and say that we did. <laughs> no, Musso games for me, one of our fun are like the spinoff games, like the Gundam Musso games, or the Common Rider Musso games. Or, or the Saint Seiya Musou games. Or the Hyrule Calamity Warriors ones. Exactly. Both, both of them have been great games. Yes. I love them. The Fire Emblem one is okay. Look. Mephisto and our star. <laughs> That's a great one. That game is great. Honestly, Racer Musou games. Speed Racer. Someone dies every episode. In one episode, 99, no, 98 Racers die. Yeah, Speed Racer is uh, it has pretty violent. the highest death count of anime. <laughs> um, so one of the games that uh, was definitely a big disappointment for me, uh, I also reviewed early in the year, was Balan Wonderworld. That game was not great. <laughs> see, that wanted that game to no, be good. See, that's a disappointment because of the, de- the lead developer being stuck in a time period, kind of like. I think it's going to be the cringe fest, the Final Fantasy game from Team Ninja, is it? Or oh, like well, releasing next year in February, yeah. Strangers of Paradise? Yeah, Strangers of Paradise, yeah. yeah that it, does... It's because the development team is stuck in a specific time period. The, you know, not That's for nothing. Not for nothing, they really are stuck in the 90s school of design. Like, it's just... Yeah, <laughs> and, and Balan Wonderland felt like a game that was designed for the Genesis. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's a Knights game. That's not nice. It's a Genesis game. Um, like I, I enjoyed the game just because, like, I love Yuji Naka's his character design, his, character his, design. His, his, his ideology. Yeah, but when it comes to game planning mechanics, he's stuck in the Genesis. But I can still play Billy Hatcher. He didn't do the game mechanics for that game. But I can still play Billy Hatcher. Yes, but you know who did the game mechanics for that game? No, I don't. Kamiya. PG Kamiya. Did he? I gotta look that up. <laughs> like he worked on that game as well. I'll have to look that up because that would that wouldn't surprise some me. of some of the um beautiful Joe team worked on physical implementation of control scheme for that game. For Billy Hatcher? Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Considering what you can do in that game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so mind you, Billy Hatcher is a game where you push a giant egg around. Again, so. <laughs> mind you, mind you, that's a testament of yes, he's a great character designer and everything, but he also understands how to make a game. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> other disappointments besides Pokemon and Balan Wonderland. Uh uh Eastward. Eastward? For a little bit, yes. I almost considered that for our our, our, our list is, is the on the top why. ten. I was it didn't make it, but I, I I I was with it and then I felt like the story dropped the ball. At the end, yeah, it kinda does. It it was it left me with I was just like Ugh. <laughs> It actually it actually left that bad taste in my mouth. That's what just Okay. I think like overall I wanna I wanna highlight like as a whole. As a whole? As a whole, more than that. Like, not just like a part of it, just because, like, outside of the ending, the rest of the game's great. Yeah, you yeah. Dial in Wonderworld is just disappointing all around. Like, I actually really think you just There are a few games that did release this one that I looked at. Back for Blood. Yes, Back for Blood is definitely a big disappointment. And here's the thing. I played the first beta. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to wait for this game to release. Game released with... A game released with... Of, uh... Fanfare and everything. And then died within a day. And I looked at Left 4 Dead 2's population. And that increased. I'm just like, what happened? So I think the 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 sour point... For me, on um, Back for Blood was the fact that, like, when it comes to these kind of games, I don't mind playing with friends, but I also like to play on my own just to, like, kind of grind stuff out. And in Back for Blood, you're actually penalized for playing solo. You can't get any of the in-game achievements if you play solo. 
And a lot of those achievements are tied into unlocking the other survivors. So unless you play with friends, you can't unlock the other survivors. No. Stupidest design decision they ever made. I said, I don't want this game. <laughs> That's okay, it. Is that for me? They were very, like, no one's special. Shallow. Yeah. Like, to this day, I still remember peels. That's a peels here. Peels here. Awesome. Back for Blood wound up being disappointing. And not just for me, but apparently the community is, like, super disappointed in it to the point that it's being refunded on Steam, and most of them have just gone back to Left 4 Dead 2 anyway. Yeah. Yeah, most people. Uh, let's pass. I don't consider that a display. I actually like that. Uh, this game. <laughs> That's weird because for me, this was a comfort game. So, I think the reason why Biomutant uh, is a disappointment for me is when you play the game, you can see the potential yes. of the ideas that this team it's wanted to go for. Even 10. Yeah, I know. I know, I know. But we have something like Valheim, which was made by like a dude and a janitor, and Valheim realized Don't what take it was. My daughter too, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and Valheim, you know, is actually really good. Um, Biomutant is a case, and I think I never published this review. It sits, I think it sits in our drafts because I just couldn't find how I wanted to say what I wanted to say about this game. And the thing with Biomutant is. They had a lot of ideas that just didn't go anywhere. And I think that is because they lacked, I, whoever was like the director, he or she probably didn't have like that sense of when to say no them, yeah. or to tie everything together. together yes. And it hurts the game I so agree. much. I agree with you on all of that. But here's where I, this is where I'm a little, it's not because of in my mind, this game, what you said, has potential to play no man. I can see that, yeah. And that's the reason why I, I'm a little, I'm a little more, because this seems a first game. Right. And it was announced in like 2016. Yeah, it took, it took some time. It took some time. And it felt like, okay, this is one of those issues where it becomes like No Man's Sky, where it's like, yeah. When's it coming? Because they showed off this great pre-rendered trailer, everything, and then you kind of realize this is an indie game. I think they that bit off... ended up with exactly they bit off more than they put yeah. to, but ended up with the same thing that happened with No Man's Sky with a company PR team that didn't actually truly understand that this was and that was No Man's Sky's issue because No Man's Sky promised the world. And yes, it took them years to deliver it. Right. They delivered it. If the team is still around and they are still, like, maybe pushing, maybe they're working on stuff like that, maybe. I, I give it to No Man's Sky City. That's why it's not a huge disappointment. Mm -hmm. Do I want to see more from this team? Yes. Yeah, I, I would definitely like to see another game. I feel like the team that did this, they're obviously incredibly talented because yeah. a lot of the stuff that is in this game is is really nice to like see like the world is pretty vast it's it's, it's very cohesive um, it is deep lore the lore is actually pretty good yeah it's just again there's certain points that I needed someone who's who's probably been in the ring for a bit kind of guide them to guide them like if bit. they had like some like industry vet just on their team that says, hey, no, we shouldn't do this. Let's go with this idea. Like someone, someone I feel like someone didn't say no enough. And yeah. that's why this game has like so a smorgasbord of so like, many different ideas yeah. that don't really pan out. But by Mutant, if you can catch it on sale or whatever, I think it's worth uh, playing it's through. It's still on Game Pass, actually. Yeah, it's so, a perfect Game Pass game, actually. I would say so. At some point, it's probably going to be like a PlayStation Plus freebie. I see. Yeah. I see that happening. You definitely want to check it out. I wouldn't have paid full price for this at all. Uh, I mean, it sold for 40 didn't it? Or 30 I don't think. I think it was like... It was not know, a $60 game. I remember it being like... Oh, yeah. I forgot that this game came out. Oh, yeah. This, was, uh, this one was just disappointing because the game sucked. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not even going to play 
that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not touching that one. I want to touch this game. <laughs> so, uh, another disappointment this year. <laughs> uh, the Dungeons and Dragons game, Dark Alliance. I, okay. Okay. Am I the only person who has, who's, who remembers that every Dungeons and Dragons game when it comes out sucks? No, because Demon Stone on PlayStation 3 was great. Because Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro had nothing to do with it. I, I think that they, they, no, it was, it was Forgotten Realms. Yeah. And then it was supposed to be a different game. And then Hasbro was like, we'll give you a bunch of money to make it Dungeons and Dragons theme. You realize that, right? I mean, it played just like the Lord of the Rings games back then. It was supposed to be a Lord of the Rings Maybe. And then Hasbro was like, actually make it a Dungeons and Dragons game. It has Patrick Stewart in it. No, like, I'm not, I'm not joking with you. Like, it was supposed to be a different game. So I wanted this game to be really good because this is one of the few games where you actually get to play as Dritz Duerden, who is a very prominent character in the Dungeons & Dragons lore. Uh, he's like a night elf hunter who's super famous. Basically, like, you know how in every property there's always, like, the guy? <laughs> there's, like, yeah. that one character that's, like, this guy, if you talk about franchise, this is the character that pops up. Yeah. So, you know, like when you can talk about Marvel and you already immediately a bunch of characters come to mind, but top of the line for Marvel, go. Spider-Man. See, like everyone thinks Spider-Man. <laughs> top, top of the line, DC. Batman. Yeah, Batman or Superman. Like, Batman I don't or Superman, yeah. Like those are the two that come out. So when you go Dungeons and Dragons, you go Dritch the Erden. So <laughs> there's that. Um, this is the one game that I... I Sorry, I'm the person who thinks it's the DM <laughs> I don't know why that pops into my head but I also uh, confuse it with Orko from uh, T-Man wow that's random I, it is random <laughs> uh, but yeah the, the Dungeons and Dragons game was not very friendly for people who like to play action adventure games by themselves uh, it was Super boring to play through as a solo player. It's obviously designed for multiplayer, but I feel like they should have taken the time to like again tailor it so that minus both the, minus the, the Dungeons and Dragons. Even their MMO. I wanted this one to be good, damn it. And this, this is just you go into it because it's like, okay, the, the, the appeal of Dungeons and Dragons is yes, the world and everything. But it's also the fact that it's like, hey, what do I need to do so I can just like, you know, jump? And just smack that person for fun. Either roll 20? Okay. <laughs> let's go. Alright, let's scroll through the rest of this list. Uh no. Yeah. I, just oh, about I forgot that came out also. <laughs> I, I another one I reviewed, uh Outriders. Huge disappointment. <laughs> this game went it, no, nowhere. Had, no. No. No, 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 no. When we all played the beta. <laughs> It had potential. So it had potential based on the trailers alone. And then I played, and then it fell apart. And then, it had the opposite of BioMutant. Yeah, so the problem with this game is it fell into the same trap that games like The Division fall into. Yes. Where it's awesome. The campaign is awesome. You get a bunch of loot. It's great. It's actually, And then all the post-game stuff, you're like... Okay, they, they run into the MMO problem. Yeah. So the reason why World of Warcraft was the king of MMOs for so long... Is because they understood how to do endgame content. Parody, stick. And all these Ludum shooters, or I'm going to say this, and you hate me when I say this, they're just console based MMOs. That's what they are. Yeah. I don't hate, I don't, I I don't know, hate that. Everyone, everyone calls it as like live service. It's like, no, they're MMOs. They're just free to play MMOs. No, you got to understand. And it's carrot and stick approach, but the carrot and stick approach is not there because it's like, they don't want to look to the past and actually learn from other people's mistakes. So my thing has always been this, and I know I'm going to sound like a broken record. People just, they just need to look at what Destiny does and what makes it so successful because it is a console-based MMO. And just, just do that formula. It's successful for a reason. Successful because it... They understand the carrot and stick approach. Exactly. But it's also annoys a lot of people because the people who are who mostly speak with praise also suffer from the time sink. I don't sink a lot of time into it. Sunk a lot of time. 
but there's ways to do it without having yeah, to I invest. Know, I get that. But it's also like my my biggest complaint with 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 it is it's like I paid for the full game, and yet you take things away from me. So I think we've discussed this uh, previously. And it's because of sizing and everything, I yeah. understand that. But so what it is, they're not taking it away from you entirely. It's on I a rotation. It. So yeah. The thing is, a lot of the stuff that they rotate out, no one's playing through anyway. I know. So, like, I, 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 like, I get, I understand the people who are like, oh, but I paid for that. But at the end of the day, as you continue to play Destiny, the content that's no always playing, dude. Yeah, but that's they, they know how to keep their files sized down. Their files <laughs> down. Like thinking of. Uh, by the time this podcast comes out, I know a lot of people will have already played through Endwalker. And <laughs> please don't do what I used to do and just eat a bunch of cup noodle and like energy I drinks. I don't like this game. I know everyone who's no life. I'm working. A bunch of my staff has no life in the game. I don't know what I'm gonna do next week because I'm pretty much dead set on just streaming Fall Guys for the rest of the. 30th anniversary content drops next week also. I'm we'll probably, just gonna, that. probably just going to do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> you mean the expansion to the critically yes, insane exactly. Nevermore Final Fantasy 14? Yes. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> My son is like, can he do the commands? Sure, buddy, if you can remember them. Uh, sure. That's going to do it for today's episode, though. What so. I, would, I don't know how you messed this up, Aliens Fire Team. I don't think it's messed up. I just think that, like, it came out and then, like, no uh, one talked about it. So. But. It's a, it's a very unplayed. It's coming to Games Pass, though. I know. So. That's that's better for, like, the Switch. And the, uh, and the update is also going to drop. So, like, uh. We, we kind of put Aliens Fire Team up there, but I was, like, a little ten- hesitant on putting it there because, like, the game is fun if you play with friends. I can see the disappointment ranging if you're a solo player and you have to play with bots. But it's also a genre that... Like, it's not meant to be played alone. I know, yeah. <laughs> it's a genre that also has existed for so long that doesn't... You don't. It's an old dog that you don't teach new tricks to. You just put a yeah. coat of paint on it. Don't paint your dogs. Uh, I, know, I do think I know that there's like some type of update or expansion coming soon. Yeah. So maybe that'll breathe a little bit of light into it. I think the game, like as actual playability is, I think the game's pretty solid. Um, it's just not kind to like solo play at all. <laughs> yeah, season two is dropping soon. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> that's going to do it for today's show. As always, if you want to keep the conversation going, you can do so over in our Discord. Uh, feel free to tag me at Omega Z. More than willing to go over all the things we talked about in today's show, as well as all the games we stream right here on Digital Era Twitch. You can check out uh, our website as well for more featured content. DigitalEraEntertainment.com for articles, podcasts, and more. If you wish to support us, you have our merch as well. We have tons of new drops, uh, especially our featured upcoming wrestling-themed visual novel, Kokoro no Pro. We have our t-shirts and sweaters updated on the game. You can check out that teaser over at our YouTube channel as well. Um, Special thanks to the Waypoint Cafe here at 65 Ludlow Street for hosting us and being our home for the past, going on five years now, almost. Uh, During our fifth year, yeah, we're (laughs) The Waypoint Cafe is also home to the pop-up shop for Image Anime. And you can use our promo code, which is still good up until the end of the year. At ImageAnime.com, you can use Discount20 for 20% off all in-stock items at ImageAnime.com. If you want to check out what they have, uh, <laughs> year four. <laughs> well, yeah, we don't, we, we don't count our unofficial uh, <laughs> year. Our unofficial year. <laughs> I like to count it. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Image Anime also has a pop up shot here at the Waypoint Cafe, so you can check out some of the. Uh, I'm reading this as it pops up. 
You can check out uh, some of the content over some of their uh, in-stock items here at the Waypoint Cafe. Unfortunately, the code doesn't work in person. It only works on the website. So please don't come to the Waypoint Cafe and And scream and yell discount 20. Uh, (laughs) uh, Please don't do that. Um, That's going to do it for our show. Stick around. We have uh, Mario taking over. Uh, with uh, the post-game, post-podcast content. Uh, I believe Mario's probably just going to play through some more Forza. Um, yay. Yay. <laughs> so stick around. We have some racing action for you after this show. Uh, next week, we'll be watching the Game Awards live right here from Waypoint Cafe. We're going to be joined by the rest of the D-team uh, digitally, but myself and Gino will be here for... For the Game Awards. So uh, stick back. Relax. Check out Mario in just a few moments. But as always. Until next time. You've been Decoded.